Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, and I'll be your host of this podcast. After spending my entire career in the sports sales industry, I wanted the opportunity to give back, to give back to those individuals that want to get in this business, or for those individuals that are in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. This podcast is presented by General Sports Worldwide and the Clubhouse. GSW is certainly picking up steam in search, recruiting, training, and consulting. The Clubhouse is a career development platform consisting of monthly webinars, in-depth training vault, job board, mentorship platform, blogs, and a focus on mental health. Be sure to sign up for a free membership at theclubhousecareers.com. In addition, thanks for everyone that has supported the book, Hustle Your Way to Success in Sports Sales. For season three, I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path, three key topics that are current in the industry, three hustle hot seat questions, three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now on to our guests this week. There are many ways to gain valuable experience in the sports and entertainment world, and the key is to take something you learn from every experience and apply to your day. Our next guest did just that, and I'm excited to share his story. I'm excited to have Chris Murphy, SVP of Franchise Development and President of the Santa Cruz Warriors. Chris, welcome to the show. Travis, thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. Uh, excited to be a part of the 52 Weeks of Hustle. No, I appreciate it, Chris. I'm very excited to talk about your career, certainly the role you're in now with the Warriors. But you know, first, let's go back. You attended LeMoyne College in Syracuse, New York. You receive a degree in marketing. What do you think you wanted to do as a career path? That's a great question. I mean, I think, you know, back then we're all 21, 22 years old trying to figure out what we want to do with the rest of our lives. Um, you know, I knew I love sports. I knew I love talking to people and being personable. Um, and actually through my jobs in college, I first started in college and let the, the phone-a-thon that like calling alumni yes. to donate money um, and just develop that skill, not necessarily because it was a job, not because I knew I wanted to be in phone-based sales. Um, and then actually ended up working at Syracuse University uh, in the athletics department my last two years at LeMoyne, um, you know, selling basketball and, and football tickets over the phone. So calling calling people to come to the Carrier Dome and check out uh, basketball and football. And, um, so that kind of led me down the path. I had some relevant work experience that when the NBA opportunity came up with Gold State, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll give this a go. I know how to sell people over the phone. Yeah. And that, you know, that opportunity takes you completely across the country, you know, all the way over, you know, into California to work with the Warriors as a group sales representative. Why was that the right fit for you? Yeah. I mean, you know, most people don't think about like moving 3000 miles all the way across the country a week after graduation as, as a positive thing. I mean, um, you know, I'm super close to my family that is in the Syracuse area, but I thought, you know, this is this is a cool opportunity to work in the NBA. Um, you know, I'll go for a year or two and then I'll come back. And that was 18 years ago. Um, but the right opportunity, because I really connected with the people that were there representing Golden State. The time gentleman by the name of Ben Shapiro, um, you know, Golden State wasn't having a ton of success on the court. So it was, you know, one of his angles was like, hey, we really have meaningful work to do. Like you're really going to learn how to sell. Uh, because it's not going to be the product that sells itself for you. Um, you got to come in, you got to build relationships. The group sales side, building relationships is so important. Um, and that was something that I really gravitated towards. And then tangibly, you know, there was other opportunities with other teams. Gold State was a full-time role. A lot of entry-level ticket sales roles are more of that kind of crash course, eight months, you know, figure it out the best you can and maybe you get a job, maybe you don't. So a full-time role was uh, was a good decision. 
Well, you know, so along those lines, Chris, you know, many of the challenges at times, and especially a lot of our young listeners right now are, wow, 3,000 miles across the country. Like, what's your advice to listeners on being willing to just kind of take a risk every once in a while? I mean, at the end of the day, like 3,000 miles seems like a long, like across the country seems seems awful, right? But this was, I mean, 20 years ago, that was like before FaceTime, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm able to still talk with my family every day and see them via screen every day um, and still get home. I, I always took the mindset of like, once you're getting on a plane, you're kind of, unless you're going an hour, you're getting on a plane. You're getting on um, a plane, yep. So it didn't matter to me. I, I think the risk, I think so much of it is like, trust in who you're going to be working alongside every day who's going to be leading you. Um, I think people is a big part of kind of what's grown my career and um, what I invest in with that risk. Uh, you know, what I've taken, you know, I may have been able to grow a little bit faster through the NBA ranks if I was willing to bounce to a different team every two, three years. Yeah. But we had been building something, a foundation in Golden State. I worked for great people. I worked alongside great people. Uh, it really made it easy for me to say, hey, like this is where I want to stay and continue to grow. Yeah, no, absolutely. A couple former guests with Brandon Schneider and John Bevan, you know, here on 52 Weeks Hustle. And, yo, Chris, with your end, you immediately having you're having success. You're starting rising up the ranks there with the Warriors organization. And it's easy to think about. And you mentioned this earlier, the Golden State Warriors now and some of the recent success. But back then, you actually only made the playoffs one time in your first seven years. So it wasn't just this easy sale that some people think about as you think back to an early part of your career what's a key learning that you still apply to your day yeah I mean I think there's so many things I think that's one of the beauties of sports is it's so dynamic right like it's not the same thing every day here 17 years later I'm still learning every day um, you know back at early part of my career I could say nobody outworks me um, you know just being willing to to, to go that extra mile um, you know I think also the ability to learn soak up as much information as I possibly could be coachable I think these are things that in, in this industry you have people that have been in it um, that are likely your boss or your supervisor so why do I need to reinvent the wheel versus really taking from their experience, learning from them, being willing to keep growing. Uh, it's always been a big part for me that I, I kind of live by is said, you know, growth is not defined by your job title. I think so often now people want a promotion. I've been here a year. I need to get promoted, promoted, promoted. What's my title? Um, you know, I was in a position where fortunately working for John Bevin, I was able to continue to, to show that I had mastery of my current role so that I, he trusted me to learn more from him and take responsibility off his plate, which allowed him to take responsibility off Brandon's plate. Um, so we're able to kind of grow by being great at what I did, allowed me the opportunity to spread my wings and learn more. If you didn't master your first job, nobody was ready to just like throw you more responsibility, right? Um, so you, it, being coachable, being willing to grow and learn knowledge is is really important in the sports world. Um, and then the only other thing I would say is, you know, that I think is important for all uh, newer people in the sports industry is like relationships matter. And I don't mean relationships like, oh, I got a job because I knew somebody. Right. I mean, like when you get somewhere, how you how you treat people, how you interact with other departments, how you work across departmentally, um, the brand that you put forth because you're professional and organized and respectful, like all of that stuff matters. Um, and I think sometimes people forget that, like, we need to treat each other with respect at all times and really work collaboratively. Uh, and that's where we find the most success. No, and it's great advice. I think two things I took from that that piece of advice, Chris, is one, dominate your day. 
right? That's the only, only way to do it is if you dominate your day. And the second one is the value of people. And you've talked about that a couple of times. Like you work around the right people, everything else will follow money, title, responsibility, as long as you're working around the right people. And, you know, you continue to work your way up in the organization, in the leadership, manager, group sales, ultimately senior director, group sales. And then you decide to make the move to the president of the Santa Cruz Warriors. You're just down the road, the NBA affiliate of the Golden State Warriors, D League at the time, now the G League. First, on paper, that seems like a little bit of a risk, but you're also somewhat of a risk taker. You're moving 3,000 miles. So what has gone into your decision-making kind of when making that decision to go you know, to the Santa Cruz Warriors? Yeah, I mean, I think it, my story is unique. Um, you know, one day Rick Welts, president of Gold State, and Bob Myers, the GM, kind of pulled me into their office. And I have relationships with both, but definitely not like it, – it was a meeting that was not normal. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and they shared with me that, that that they wanted me to go to Santa Cruz and, and take over that operation and really learn how to run an entire company. You know, I had grown up on the ticket sales side. I felt like I, um, you know, that's always what I had done was tickets and growing into senior level management at Gold State on the ticketing side. You know, I had exposure to other departments, but not not really. Um, so, you know, they had the faith in me. They asked me to go. They they wanted me to go do that and learn and grow and learn how to run a whole company and at that point, like when Rick Welts with his story career and Bob, you know, representing the basketball side, like when they had the faith in me, it was all the confidence I needed, right? Yep. Um, to go down and really learn the whole operation. And, you know, we've really done some great things. I've been very fortunate to have some great team members along the way that have really done all the real work. But um, we've, we've accomplished a lot of great stuff there. Yeah, and your time with Santa Cruz, you've been tasked to, to really build a team from a personnel standpoint, launch kind of the brand and kind of the rebrand with the league and the organization, immerse the team into the community, amongst many other things. And how are you juggling all of that from a time management, but also an efficiency perspective? I mean, that's really the, the million-dollar question uh, that I definitely need to continue to get better at every day. Um, you know, I think there, there's always ways you can grow. Um, I think time management and prioritization is tough, right? There's a lot of stuff that's always coming at your plate. You don't want to always rely on, you know, working until 11 o'clock at night type stuff. Um, but I, I think being organized, I, I'm a big list guy, I make a lot of lists, um, but also really understanding like how you empower people that work alongside you and work on your team. Right. I think, um, you know, one of the things that I try to do a lot of is really give a lot of autonomy to my leaders in Santa Cruz, um, as well as others, like try to help them learn the philosophy, learn the idea, learn the thought process, and then kind of let them let them fail a little bit. Yep. Um, you know, I think it's one of the things we're able to do at the G League is take some more risks, take some more chances. The stakes aren't as high as Golden State might be. Um, so we're able to kind of really allow people that opportunity for hands on learning. Uh, I'm sure if you ask every leader I've ever had that's worked for me. I'm sure my hands are a little too involved at times, um, but I really, I try to give them that time because if they can do it, it really frees me up to, to be able to do more stuff for our business. You know, and a bit of it is just leading from the front and, you know, having your team members follow through. And over the last, you know, six years, you and the team have had a very impressive sellout streak, have won numerous awards from a league standpoint, you've won the executive of the year. And so what has made you and the team just so successful? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a variety of things. I think ultimately, you know, the culture that we embody in Santa Cruz is is team first. Um, it's not about the individual. It is always about rolling your sleeves up, helping wherever you can, helping whoever needs it. And I imagine many minor league teams have to operate in a similar way, right? Like we don't have 400 people um, to, to run the business. We've got about 20. 
Yep. Um, and, and that's like the largest staff in the G League. Right. Um, you know, I think so. It, it's really being willing and able to work together um, and have that team approach. I think the culture has made us really successful. So I think the community, at the end of the day, we're very fortunate. Santa Cruz has really wrapped its arms around us since we got there 10 seasons ago. Um, they support us immensely and we try to do our part to support them as well. Um, you know, and then I, I think the one other thing that's made us successful is just the ability to foster relationships with Gold State. I mean, at the end of the day, like we are the same company, um, you know, there's no reason that we have to learn every single thing on our own in, in Santa Cruz. And I wish I could say Gold State did did more of the expertise actions for us, but it's little things. It's, it's having our social media manager sit in on every weekly meeting at Golden State with their social media to team, there. learning from them, learning their expertise, being able to develop those relationships so that Chris Murphy doesn't have to teach every individual right the expertise around each part of the business will yep. we'll fail if that's the case. Yeah, exactly. You have other people. Yep. Learning from the people that are experts in the space at Golden State, um, basically mentors that have, have really been great resources for us has, has led to a lot of success as well. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Chris Murphy, SVP of Franchise Development, president of the Santa Cruz Warriors. And so, Chris, let's get into the three hot topics of the episode. Question one, in your current role, you're also in charge of kind of SVP of Franchise Development. And so what goes into your overall role and the main focus? Yeah, so I, I think, you know, there's still, there's basically I run our esports organization. I run our G League team in Santa Cruz and then some other ancillary projects as it comes up. The biggest one being building a new arena in Santa Cruz. So um, I think overall, if I take a big picture view, I think it's operating, you know, the Warriors are continuing to grow and continue to expand. And, you know, we're not satisfied just being an NBA basketball team. Obviously, now we have a, a world-class venue for, for our team. Um, but I think it's kind of the things that aren't gold state uh, to make sure that we're finding ways to make them successful businesses on their own while still integrating and finding ways to capitalize on our core competencies that we do have at Golden State, right? Like we know how to sell tickets, so we should be good at selling tickets at Santa Cruz. Um, you know, I think it's finding ways that the big club um, can create synergy and efficiencies for, this, for the other properties that we have 
um, and finding the right way to pull in and be right next to each other. Um, you know, Santa Cruz does a really good job of that geographically, but basketball, same sport and everything. Um, or in the esports world, being willing and able to kind of say like, hey, this is a different demographic, a different audience for us. Um, but we need to still kind of teach them that, you know, they're, we are still the Warriors, like the Golden Guardians of the Warriors are the same. Um, so I think that's an area that we have continued growth ahead for. Oh, that's awesome. And, and question two, as you and the team prepare for each season, knowing it's not selling players or wins or losses, but the franchise has to compete with not only the other sports you know, teams in the area, but also all the other entertainment opportunities. So what from a 30,000 feet view strategy on, on is you and your team focus on, on complementing all the op- you know, options for that discretionary dollar? Yeah, I mean, I think we like to be great community citizens. I think we're everywhere in Santa Cruz. Any, anywhere you go, like we are a part of a nonprofit event, the school, you know, anything of that nature with kids. Um, and I think, you know, giving back so much to the community allows the community to want to support us more. Um, I think it's, it's about creating the experience in the arena as well. Uh, I think we get to be that beacon that kind of brings everybody from the community together, um, where you, Santa Cruz has a lot of opinions uh, in in the neighborhoods and in the community. So I think when they come together at the Santa Cruz Warriors at Kaiser Permanente Arena, people that may have drastically different views on a lot of things are high-fiving each other and kind of galvanized around the Warriors together. So it's fan experience, it's contests in the arena, it's throwing stuff into the crowd. I mean, everybody's got that little kid at heart. Um, Throwing t-shirts into a crowd always works. Like right. People yep. are always, they always get excited, standing up, jumping, going crazy to win free stuff. Um, so I think and really, most of the time the shirt's going to be too big for them anyway, but it's just most, it's winning. Often, right? <laughs> um, but it, it's one of those things that I think people just love being around each other and creating yep. that experience and sports provides something that nothing else really can. Yeah. Um, yep. In that community feeling. Absolutely. And finally, your question three, we've talked a lot about your experience in the G League. What is one thing that the minor league teams do well that you believe most professional organizations should implement? Yeah, I mean, I I would say it's it's the teaching element, right? At the end of the day, like if somebody's newer in their career or or at a stage in their career where they're ready to expand their role, you will learn dramatically more in the minor league than you will in a major league. And, and I, I stand, I would say that here at Gold State, or I do say that, like, you don't have any option, right? Like, we have full company meetings um, with our 20 people that, you know, people are able to learn, like, what's going on in every department. Um, ideas are welcome from everywhere, because we don't have the luxury of 15 people in a marketing right. team or something. Um, a lot of one-person, two-person departments, so you're called on to do not only the tactful, tactful like, hey, I got to get these things done, but also some strategic thinking. Um, you know, so I think you really get that like general education of the sports industry at the minor leagues that is a little harder to get um, at a major league team because you just don't have you have experts in spaces. Somebody yeah. that's a coordinator in a, in a department may not have the opportunity to, to run a marketing campaign right. or to make ticket decisions right. for strategy um, because you have experts that, that are that are in those worlds. So I think that's an opportunity minor league teams have. Um, to, to really set ourselves apart and that's yeah. something NBA or MLB or all professional Whoever. organizations could do better. Yeah. And, you know, from an industry standpoint, right. Becoming very well-rounded. So Chris, mm-hmm. thank you so much. What a great career is, as you think back, what's been your best memory? I mean, very, uh, very fortunate to be able to choose from any one of four titles um, that that Gold State has. I mean, the first yep. one was unbelievable, right? It kind of came out of nowhere a little bit in that, that first euphoric moment. Um, but if I was thinking like on the court, 
Uh, for me, it's Clay Thompson's 37 points in a quarter. Uh, I was there and it was, it was just crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the building was, was absolutely captivated. You have that, you have the Baron Davis dunk over Kirilenko in 07. Kirilenko, yeah. Awesome. I mean, that was unbelievable. So I think there's so many things I've been fortunate enough to witness on the court. Um, it's hard to pick one there, but you know, off the court, I think we've accomplished a lot of great things together. We have a, a, a management team that's been together a long time on the ticketing side at Gold State um, and some other business folks as well. And, um, you know, there's just been a litany of experiences I'm very fortunate to have gone through. No, that's awesome. Well, I always ask my guests that are fortunate enough to win a ring. You've won several. Do you ever wear them? And not all at once. Uh, <laughs> you know, here and there, here and there. Like it, we wore them throughout the finals, throughout the playoffs. I'll wear them when I, I peek one out to a, a gala or a nonprofit yep. function every once in a while. But I should wear them more. I need to wear them more. That's awesome. Well, Chris, ton of great advice. Certainly fun to hear about your journey. Close it out. I like to put our guests on the hustle hot seats. You ready for this? Yep. All right. If you could have any actor play you in a movie, who would it be? Uh, this probably isn't a great answer, but I'm going to go Vince Vaughn um, just because he's very like sociable, personable, likes to build relationships and make people laugh and have a good time. What's a clothing style trend that you would love to bring back? I mean, I'm a big comfort guy. Um, so if it was acceptable to wear sweatpants, like all over the place, I think I would, I would be happy to do that more often. If you hosted a late night talk show, who would be your first guest? That's a great question as well. Um, I'll stick with the Warriors theme and say Clay Thompson, because he is so interesting off the court. He's so fun loving. Um, you know, all, I'm sure everybody that's, that pays any attention to Instagram sees he's always on his boat. He's always doing something fun. Yeah. I'd love to just shoot the shit with him for a little bit. Finally, to close it out, what are three key takeaways you'd give every listener to be in your shoes one day? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, the biggest one, and I'll, I'll put them all into one because this, for me, this is a big, big message that I like people to think about is, you know, in, when you're earlier in your career, you need to be acting the part of the next role long before that role is ever available, right? You, you said dominate your day. Like you need to be expert in your space. You need to be acting above and beyond, learning as much as you can, taking that responsibility off the plate of the person in front of you, um, doing everything you can that is above your job so that when the time comes that that role is available, there is no question that you are the right person. Um, you know, Maria Valdeweza did that at Gold State when I went, you know, she was my number two in group sales for a long time. When I uh, got the call to go to Santa Cruz, there was no question who would run group Ready sales. Ready to go. And, and now she's vice president of ticketing for the Gold State Warriors. So she's yeah. done an amazing job as well. But you've got to act that next part long before it's available. If you wait for that job to come open and now you start working hard, it's too late. Too late. No, great. Chris, thank you so much. Certainly had a great career. It's a pleasure talking to you, and I certainly appreciate your time and expertise. Thanks, Travis. Really appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. Again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week.